I'm Virginia Prescott, and this is On Second Thought from GPB. Transportation, trucks, trains, planes, and automobiles are a major source of greenhouse gas emissions in the U.S. Electric vehicles offer a less polluting alternative, that and reduce fuel costs are strong selling points. Limited battery range is not. But shorter distances and those savings work for local governments, many of them. Last month, Savannah added two new electric cars to its city fleet. Nick Defley is director of Savannah's Office of Sustainability and joins us from GPB's Savannah studio. Nick, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this process of adding electric cars to the fleet really began in 2016 via community meetings and engagement. What did you hear from residents? Yeah, so uh, we started a strategic plan with a number of town hall meetings across all of our districts, and an overwhelming comment that kept coming through was, we want more efficient government, we want more uh, focus on carbon emissions, we want to uh, reduce the impact on carbon emissions in our city operations and just out in the community. So um, electric vehicles became one of those many priorities uh, for our city fleet that we started to consider and, and ultimately adopt by the city council. Well, these public forums provided a foundation for what you <coughs> called Savannah Forward, a strategic plan. Five pillars on this plan, one being good governance. How does el- using electric cars fall under good governance? Well, you know, of course, everything we do is taxpayer-funded. So um, right off the bat, what we want to do is make sure that we are providing the most efficient operations we can, whether it's in our um, you know, sanitation department, our water services department, tra- uh, transportation, anything. So uh, automatically, we want to be the most efficient we can be. Electric vehicles certainly fall into that range because uh, we, are able, we have a significant fleet now, and we are trying to make that fleet more economically viable and uh, reduce the long-term maintenance costs for ourselves as well as reduce that carbon footprint. So ultimately, we're accountable to the public, and we want to make sure that we are doing the best with those dollars. There are other U.S. cities have added electric vehicles to their fleets, including Atlanta and Cobb County. Did you work with the other municipalities and learn about best practices? Yeah, we certainly did. We did quite a bit of case study, um, and right now we're still kind of in a pilot project phase to see how it works for Savannah, but Cobb County was certainly one of those that we spoke with their fleet uh, frequently. They also have leased a number of electric vehicles over time for their fleet, and so we are slowly moving in that same direction, kind of carefully studying as we go to make sure that the that it really pencils out economically and from a carbon footprint standpoint. Well, tell me about that decision to lease. You worked with Georgia Power to evaluate the cost-benefit analysis and collecting data. What did you find? Uh, well, so yeah, that was a really interesting program. It's called Will It Work with Georgia Power, and they essentially put a little computer on our existing gasoline-powered vehicle, and specifically we looked at uh, some of our vehicles that our parking attendants use downtown who are, you know, as you can imagine, probably not driving that many miles per day, but they're constantly moving and, and within a few square mile area mm-hmm. um, and then a lot of idle time. So we hooked up a computer to that one through George Power as well as we had the chance to uh, pilot a Nissan Leaf at the time and do that same computer analysis to our use patterns to see which one really made the most sense and was it viable to start switching to electric vehicles? Yeah, so uh, what is the cost if we look at the cost-benefit analysis? Electric cars run in the mid, what, 20,000s, way up to, you know, the high-end Tesla. How do you you find the right price range for the city's needs? 
Well, uh, you know, obviously, as much as we would all love to have Teslas for our electric vehicles, that's not going to happen. Um, I can imagine the response the of dollar. the public if the <laughs> parking attendants were driving Teslas. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, we really looked at specifications for how many miles we really needed on a, on a charge, um, as well as right now, since it's a pilot project, we and we see battery life technologies still changing pretty significantly. So we wanted to make sure that we weren't... Uh, actually purchasing these vehicles right up front that we're leasing them to give some time for us to learn uh, how we operate with them and how, how it folds into our program, but also um, making sure that we're not buying into something that will soon be changing and increasing capacity in a few years so that we're not stuck with uh, just one type of vehicle. Yeah, that, that does mean that you need charging stations. Are Is that part yep. of the plan to actually build charging stations also on the city's dime? Yeah, uh, it certainly is. There's actually a lot of... Uh, uh, potential for public-private partnership in some of that charging infrastructure as well. But currently, the city has five public parking garages that have um, a total of 20 electric vehicle charging stations in them, and then we have a few on-street as well. So while that is by no means where we want to be, um, we're trying to kind of keep pace with how the market is shifting as well. We don't want to oversaturate with chargers yet. We want to kind of step that in as we start seeing more electric vehicles on the road, not just the city of Savannah fleet, but also the public and the visitors to Savannah. What is the range currently of the Nissan Leaf? Uh, I think the newest one that we have is just about 200 miles on one charge. Mm -hmm. And so what, we'll, what we plan to do is use uh, charging stations in our public garages overnight to charge our city vehicles when we don't really have public on those same units. Now, the plan, that sustainability plan, or Savannah Forward, rather, did not require all electric vehicles, but more fuel-efficient cars. Why did you make the decision to go electric? Uh, you know, I just kind of figured go big or go home. I mm -hmm. didn't want to uh, step into hybrid first and then electric. Uh, there was a lot of focus in the conversation when we developed the plan uh, by our council to really start reducing carbon emissions. And so that was a key focus of this, while it was also, you know, efficient dollars spent and, and good government. Um, and I felt like it was time. We had electric vehicle chargers for the public, but the city of Savannah really had not delved into that too much yet. So this was a nice start. And I think, you know, as we look at the different vehicles we have and their different purposes, you know, we've got police cruisers, we've got uh, code compliance vehicles, parking vehicles, and others, pickup trucks. Uh, we want to make sure that we're kind of aligning. Perhaps a hybrid is better in one case for a certain type of vehicle than an electric car. So we're going to continue to kind of balance that. How long? I know you said that you're leasing the Leafs and mm -hmm. figuring out, you know, how much their battery life or their technology changes. How long do you reckon it will take to reap the benefits, you know, making that initial investment to getting paid back in lower operating costs? Uh, that's a good question. I think that's one of the things we're still trying to figure out. Our goal is to convert about 15% of our vehicle fleet to more fuel efficient, possibly electric vehicles by 2023. And uh, right now, we are trying to evaluate these first two to, to get a better sense of that. Uh, what we do know is it's going to reduce over the lifetime of those vehicles here with us, uh, our carbon footprint, just with those two vehicles, by about uh, 10 tons per, per vehicle, or for the two vehicles. How many vehicles in the fleet altogether, in the city's fleet? Of the ones that are appropriate for conversion, so kind of more light-duty vehicles, because we've got a number of very heavy-duty vehicles that we can't think about converting to electric, but we've got about 300 for sure. And we, as we kind of 
refine that list a little more, it may go up or down a little bit. Nick Duffley is with us. He's Sustainability Director for the City of Savannah, which just added two electric vehicles to its fleet. And Nick, what was of the benefits? You know, what was the biggest motivation? Was it cost savings, reduced emissions, noise for you and for Savannah residents, Mm -hmm. do you think? Mm -hmm. You know, I think for Savannah residents and certainly for myself, uh, there's a big component on the environmental uh, preservation piece and just uh, creating a healthier community. We we have a very vibrant downtown and historic district and uh, all of Savannah is really starting to to progress with uh, development and transportation. So we knew that we didn't want to get any more congested with carbon emissions from our vehicles that we have downtown. So this is a way to really start to reduce that. I think that certainly first came from the community. So I have to say I'm very proud and happy that our residents felt that, that was that was something that was a priority for them. And then I have to hand it to the council as well because they also acknowledge carbon emissions specifically as something that they wanted to reduce. But again, you know, if we have less tailpipes emitting carbon on our streets, that's cleaner air, uh, less noise pollution as well with electric vehicles. They're certainly a little quieter. So um, with all the tourists and, and residents that we have in Savannah, it's just uh, one more step that we can make towards building a healthier and more resilient community. Well, these vehicles are still new to the fleet. Has there been any trouble in implementing them, you know, retraining employees, anything else? Not yet. No, actually, um, so we had a number of parking attendants who all wanted to to use the, the LEAF as their main vehicle, and they actually had to have a drawing for it. Uh, only two people got to to use the vehicles on a regular basis, so they feel like they're the lucky ones right now. But <laughs> everyone loves the vehicle. I mean, it's got additional features that some of our previous vehicles haven't had. Uh, and it's, of course, newer. Um, from a vehicle maintenance standpoint, we are still working through that. You know, we have our own vehicle maintenance crew, and over time they will be learning how to uh, really get more into the details of maintaining electric vehicles. But essentially right now, I mean, we're talking about brakes, tires, windshield washer fluid. Um, so we don't have the same maintenance costs as we would have with an internal combustion engine. Any advice for other Georgia municipalities or counties that may be considering electric vehicles? Uh, you know, I would just say Georgia Power was a great partner with the Will at Work program. Uh, so if, if, you know, making those data des- data-driven decisions that certainly our elected officials want to see, uh, that was made very easy. And then after that, uh, just jump in and try it. There's, it's not really that much of a cost differential up front, and then you can really get a sense of how much more carbon emissions you're saving and, and some of the long-term deferred maintenance costs that um, we don't have to incur anymore. Nick Duffley, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Nick is Sustainability Director for the City of Savannah, which, as we said, just added two electric vehicles to its fleet. Mm-hmm.